The Fantasy Guys with Steve Gustafson, Russ McCormick, and Dan Felix. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is the Fantasy Guys. I am Steve with my friends Russ and Dan. What's up? What up? Today we're going to be re uh, or finishing our wide receiver rankings from last year. We're going to be going through numbers 11 through 20. And then in addition to that, we got some news and notes to go for you. Thanks for thanks for joining us. How's everyone doing, guys? Not too bad. Pretty good. Yourself? Pretty good. Lots yeah. going on in the NFL these days. There is a lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> I mean, has there ever been? I, I just keep, I think we talk about it every week, but I still can't get over how many big names for quarterbacks there are available. I'm pretty sure all quarterbacks are uh, no one's no one's staying on their one team. Everybody's rumored to go somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, think about it in the context of just a couple years ago. Kirk Cousins was the biggest name on the market, and he got. Paid, paid money because there wasn't big competition and he yeah. was the guy yeah you know he was and this he was the best of the best quote unquote you know yeah yeah uh, quarterbacks on the market at the time and now we've got tom brady drew Brees was possibly moving philip rivers Jameis winston could be on the move you know cam newton teddy bridgewater <laughs> yeah fools if you put him Nick in there Foles, yeah, yeah. Jameson Winston. And then what's happening? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Even Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. in, in all honesty, should he even be safe? I mean, he at one point was averaging 30-something touchdowns a game, and now he's averaging like 20 uh, a season. Now he's averaging over the last two, like 26, 27. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but you, you can't trade Aaron Rodgers. I, well, I mean, I, you can't I say trade that, like, him, but you've got you to be drafting somebody this year. Oh yeah, definitely. What do you do with Joe Flacco? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't he at home? He'll be he'll be uh, back for this year though. So he played the first half of last year, and then I think he had a herniated a disc or something, right? Like his neck or his back or something. I think it was similar to uh, what Peyton had, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But (laughs) would he be fantastic in a Packers offense? He picked right up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor Packer fans. Oh my goodness. We traded Aaron Rodgers to save money, but we brought in Flacco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Wait, what? <laughs> or that'll be the next place uh Fitz Magic plays. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? He was dwindling down, and he could start great there before he flames out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just sling the rock to Devontae all game. You know what's funny though about Fitz, Fitz Magic is I I enjoy just I enjoy his podiums. I enjoy him playing because <laughs> it's funny. You see him get dressed up in another guy's outfit. It was like a, a button down that was buttoned halfway down and a big fat gold chain and sunglasses. And he looked great. One, one of the guys, one of the uh, news reporters was like, is any of that? <laughs> and he looks at the guy and he goes, just the chest hair. And he had just like so much Protruding coming out of I remember that. Wasn't he supposed to be like Conor McGregor? I forget who I he so. was, who Yeah, he I think you're right, Russ. Point was, but it yeah. was I, I remember that. Oh my god. He is funny. 
Speaking of uh, quarterbacks, we can just jump right into our news and notes. Um, the Patriots and Brady supposedly talked today, and no one knows anything about anything. We've heard, we've heard <laughs> so many rumors about it's done. Brady's had enough. To the Patriots really want him back, and and mm-hmm. so I think one of you guys mentioned before the show today that. Uh, there's a rumor the Patriots are going after OBJ or Stefan Diggs in a trade so that they can appease him. I didn't really hear exactly. much about that, but Danny, you heard that, right? Yeah. Well, at this point, in this point of March, you kind of basically hear everything. You know, you hear like rumored to the Panthers, to the to the Giants. Now it's the 49ers. It's like, you know, what yeah. the hell? Now you have to wait all the way till March 16th or 17th to really figure out what the hell is going to happen. Do you think, everything yeah. between then and now is just whispers and rumors. Yeah, do you so, think any seriousness to Tom Brady going to San Francisco where they have a quarterback that just brought them to the Super Bowl? I mean, I guess. I mean, anything's possible, you know? <laughs> That's just one of those so far-fetched. Like, yeah, I mean, there were some credible sources out there saying that that it was a legitimate conversation they were having. Right. So what are you supposed to, say, what you supposed to do? <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, I, uh, this team that just paid for a young quarterback just went to the Super Bowl, and they're they're going to bring in Brady, and they're going to piss off their guy. <laughs> like well, he he didn't exactly light the playoffs on fire. He but, was I mean, he did garbage. He no, was, was hot he was garbage. Not, yeah, yeah, coach, yeah. But he also got to the Super Bowl. So <laughs> yeah, by the but he didn't get to the Super Bowl. His team got him to the Super Bowl. Right. That team was that, built. That team yeah. won the. You know, went to the ship because of the defense and the run game. That's Jimmy exactly had cool. nothing to do with that. He's I a mean, bum, and I think they're looking at that like, like if we have Brady, he's a one. bum. <laughs> he's a bum, dude. He throws a ton of interceptions. His touchdown to interception ratio is gross. He's insanely up and down. He's either yeah. going to give you 38, 40 points, or 11, or 12. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I will never draft Jimmy Grant, um, Garoppolo. I actually have him on one of my dynasty teams, and I'm pumped at the thought of him coming back to New England. Like, oh, please, Lord, give me, Jimmy. <laughs> give me why, Jimmy on the Patriots. Let me ask you that. Why He had more weapons in San Francisco. Why would you want him? Why would you be excited for him on the Patriots? They don't have any oh, wide receivers. More wins. Bill Belichick. Greatest of all time, coaching you. A Josh McDaniels offense that maybe can work a little bit better? I don't know. but Yeah, but I mean, who, who are his wide receivers? Emmanuel Sanders and um, Debo. Debo. And Debo Samuels. That's, that's a Kittle. good – And Kittle. George Kittle. And, yeah. and a dominant running game, uh, able of running backs. Like that team had weapons. The Patriots do not have any of those weapons. No. They're gonna. Well, they have <laughs> injured Mohammed Sanu. They have yep. old man Julian Edelman. Yeah. And they're gonna trade for Diggs and uh, <laughs> and Amari yeah. Cooper's gonna sign down. <laughs> if they trade for, if, well, if they trade for Diggs and obviously um, that's not gonna happen. OBJ, but. that would be that would be something else. But even one of those guys would be it would be an upgrade. I I, you know what. I have been swayed a little bit by Russ since doing this show because mm-hmm. Russ has been so anti Jimmy G. <laughs> think about, it. and yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't think he's a bum. <laughs> I do think with all the weapons that 
San Francisco actually has, his number should have been a lot better. A lot better. Right? Agreed. I don't know. So, anyways, the Pats and Brady have talked. We don't really know what's going on. Um, So, stay tuned. That'll be – it seems – anybody knows. Yeah. It seems like every week there's, like, three more little rumors that come out. Who knows? I want to hear what what Super G um, wants to talk about. Whatever whatever Giselle wants (laughs) to talk about, which team – that's the one I'm rumored We better to be going to somewhere nice, Tom. Yeah. You think Giselle can spell Tennessee? No, I don't think she can. <laughs> that's that's All right. Sure, she can figure it out. She can spell Miami and LA. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Cleveland? Just, like, what? It's so unreal, though, to think, like, yeah, they're, you know, they moved out of their Brookline place. Like, in December, they took out the kids out of school. Did you see that house, by the way? I go, no, I have not. I mean, it's okay. So. Really? But, like, <laughs> why would you take your kids it's $30 million. Out of <laughs> right. Why would you take your kids out of school in the middle of the semester and move if yeah, you well, don't plan on staying here? It just baffles me. And all honesty, <laughs> That in any situation, you're Tom Brady and Giselle. Why would you pull your kids out of school? You don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> right. Did they, they pull the kids out of school, or are they like homeschooling them? You know, because that's probably no. They pulled them. Oh, out. That would be weird. They pulled them out and put them in the uh, Manhattan school systems. That's why I'm here, and they're, that's where they're living right now. Let me ask you this question: If say Brady does leave, he voluntarily goes somewhere else. He comes back to play against the New England Patriots. What happens in that stadium? People go crazy. Oh, you, you got to support them, you right? Have 20 to. years. You have to. And I, I think, think you'd get a solid, like, 25 30% of the people who – he'll have some boo-birds, I bet. And they're going to get beat up. I think that's the one thing, like, a lot of fans are going to be like, fuck you, don't forget – what Brady did for us, you'll never be boo that guy. No, That's the can, way I feel. You can never boo him. Never, never. I can never, but it's funny when I hear uh, in conversations, and we've had them off the air about Tom Brady and uh, talking about like some some guys, some of you guys get excited when you hear about some of the teams he might go to, and I don't understand that. I would never boo him. He's the greatest ever. He's my favorite Patriot. I grew up there. Yeah. We grew up there but when he volunteered and if he was traded away or the Patriots came out and said we don't want him I would be so happy for anywhere he went that had a chance to win but him him voluntarily leaving he's kind of just another guy on a team I don't know I I, I think you gotta be I think you just gotta be happy for him because a guy like that a guy like that isn't leaving because you know, he's not getting paid enough. A guy like that is leaving because he disrespected him long enough. He, he kind of walked all over him. And, yeah. And you, and you and you haven't, you know, reciprocated in a way. Like, and like that is just the undertone of the Patriots. And I feel. And so if the, Tom is looking at a chance, another chance to win another title, Ah man, I'd be I'd just be so happy for him. If he thinks the next team that he can leave the Patriots for will help him win another title, I'm just super I'd be super happy for him. Yeah. I'd be really disappointed if the rumor <clears throat> is true and they're offering him in the thirties of millions of dollars to stay here 
and he still chose to leave. That would disappoint me because that's he's making he's making <clears throat> that he wants to make, and he's still choosing to go somewhere else. Maybe he just wants to distance himself from Bill Belichick. You know, everybody's talking I'm about sure. the greatest of all Part, time. Yeah. And he maybe wants to carve his own path, you know, because yeah. he's the ultimate competitor. Right, right. You know, maybe he's like, screw you guys. I'm, I can go to Cleveland. I can win a championship right there. Yeah. I think that's his <laughs> but, mentality. But what if you don't, you know? Like, this team is completely tailor-made for Tom Brady. And the next Oh, you team... mean – you mean like if he gets traded, if he goes to 49ers and just stinks it, just stinks all over yeah. the place? Yeah. Oh, would it, man. Would, I would be. Bill Belichick's good, stock would be skyrocketing. Guys, he's too good. We can't talk about that. That will never happen. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it could. All right. right? All right. Theoretically. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. So, uh, a couple of other a session all day on this. (laughs) Talk about Tom Brady and what he will or won't do, and the Patriots will or won't do because you don't know. There's just so much stuff out there. But sticking with a Patriots guy, Bill Belichick is going to receive the key to Annapolis, Maryland. He's got deep roots there. It's a pretty cool thing. He grew up, went to high school there. He was a football and lacrosse player in high school, and his dad, we all know, was a longtime coach at Navy, so he was around the team for for a long time so he's kind of getting recognized as as a native to annapolis maryland as a big piece of their community and i think that's really cool for everyone yeah i, I agree uh congratulations bill yeah good yep. happy for you um jimmy this just means he's one step closer to joining the ravens right isn't this what that means <laughs> they're just trying to lure him in <laughs> uh oh. j- go ahead I was gonna say, oh boy, Danny, you could you could get the Boston media in a frenzy if you were to call up. Yeah, let me show. Let me just shoot out a tweet real quick. Source of a source of a podcast thinks that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Listen to the fantasy guys; they've got an inside scoop on (laughs) Baltimore Ravens and how they're trying to lure away Bill Belichick. (laughs) Yeah. Shit, you're not exactly do that. (laughs) Some Uh, idiot. (laughs) Jimmy Graham. Long time tight end, yeah. not expected to be retained wow. by the Packers. He only had like thirty six catches this past season. So, guys, what happened to him? Right, remember he was in Seattle. It was just a beast. He was oh, dominant. Did he, or did he start? No, I'm sorry. In uh, With New, New Orleans, Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, and he yeah. was dominant. Is he just? Does he just not? Can he not catch? Like, what's the deal with this guy? I don't know. He's 33, so he's not he's he's not young, but he's not too old. Like he should still have had these last couple of seasons should have been a lot better. I don't know what really happened to him, but he fell off completely. Oh man, Look, he was his stats are so bad. He was like there's no chance he rostered him. No, no, no. <laughs> Do you remember though? Like there was a time when Jimmy Graham yeah. was one of the guys that you targeted for your draft. He was number yeah. one in years. Yeah. He was number yeah. one drafted overall for tight ends. He was Pretty a hat have, and now like, he's completely irrelevant. We were like, right. the, you know, it was like, is this guy the next Gronk? Or can he surpass Gronk, you know? And it was like, and then all of a sudden he just disappeared. He, did yeah. he play with Russell Wilson or something? Yeah, he went to Seattle, and he didn't do much there either. Yeah. And that what was, and that, <clears throat> I think he got hurt, you know, midseason one year, but. 
still he hasn't been the same. And then he goes to the Packers, and you're like, oh my god, him and I know Rogers, right? right? <laughs> like Rogers has been dying for a tight end too for the longest time. And I'm uh, so happy you just said that because you know there's this thing going around that. Aaron Rodgers does not ever pass to his tight ends. And he always says that he doesn't have any talent at tight ends. And most people are just like, well, you just don't pass to them. So there's this little like push pull over, over tight ends in, in green Bay. And yeah, Jimmy G goes there and you're like, all right, you have a legit talent. And he had 36 catches last season. He had, it was, yeah. Rodgers had, it was before Jimmy Graham. It was two guys before Jimmy Graham. So there was like, before Jimmy Graham, there was like, a crap tight end, but before that crap, t- crap tight end, wasn't there like I thought there was a dominant tight end there. Uh, he was an older guy, but Rogers just fed that guy. I remember, I forget, I forget Ooh. the guy's name. I yeah, I forget. You know? I know who you're talking about though. So that's yeah. why, because that's why I was like, when when I heard Jimmy to the Packers, I'm like, oh my god. This is going to be like that other guy, you know, and uh, but it's just never, never happened. You know, it's funny. You ever notice that as quarterbacks get older, they don't focus like young quarterbacks, rookies, year one and two. They throw to their tight ends all the time. Mm-hmm. And then as they progress and get older, it becomes less and less. It's like the yeah, tight end, a, is their fail safe guy yeah. to throw to. Yeah, and it's, then, a safety valve. it's their safety valve. And then they get confident and they want to sling it all over the place. And I just think that the tight end, like we talk about tight ends all the time. And I, and I just think the tight end is such a valuable position on a football team that when used right, it completely changes any offense. Yep. But anyways, uh, one, land one good. Anyways, Jimmy Graham is on the move again. Hopefully he'll find a, he'll find a landing spot or, or who cares really? Cause he hasn't done anything in fantasy, but that's that. <laughs> um, Frank Gore wants to keep playing. He wants to have his, what is it, 16th, 17th season. Wants to show his grandkids that he can keep playing. <laughs> is that the reason? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I bet he's got a grandkid. He's 36, 37 years old. No, he's got a kid that plays at Southern Miss that they think is going to make it to the pros. So if he plays, wow. if he plays like two more years, he could be playing in the league with his kid. Oh my god, <laughs> that's unreal! Where did he finish up? Uh, he Dolphins actually didn't do too, too bad. Oh, he was didn't he with the Bills. He was with the, the Bills. Bills. Yeah. He had yeah. like seven or eight hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Was not he was not bad. He's kind of like the uh, he, he was startable. Yeah, he was startable. Now they got a young guy yeah, there. RB two, RB two. Yeah, yeah, and they got a young guy there that's going to be the lead back, um, Singletary. Devin Singletary, yeah. And um, so he's going to be, he's just going to be the that guy, that old guy that's on the team, and <clears throat> you know, can be a little bit relevant. And and I, I, you know what, I say good for him. Play for as long as you can, just like Tom Brady. Play for as yeah. long as you can and still be relevant. Yeah, I, I project him. You know. They get, you know, five and a half to six and a half yards and maybe five or six touchdowns next year. Yeah, goal line work. Yep. Yep. He'll be the vulture. Yeah. 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 And I, and uh, so we got a, a, Russ has an inquiry about Devontae Parker. Yes. Yes. So last week we talked. And uh, Parker ended up finishing seventh overall, you know, kind of came out of nowhere. 
kind of secretly in the background with scoring points when nobody was really paying attention to him. Um, mm-hmm. So <clears throat> this year, and we were, we were kind of going into where we wanted to draft him, and it got me thinking. Would you guys – I heard a rumor today. This goes along with our a little bit of our quarterback discussion. Where are you drafting Devontae Parker if Jimmy Garoppolo lands in Miami? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you taking him? Where is Devontae Parker going? Is that a thing? Like, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that like a rumor? I heard it today. This no way. God. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because um, it was Gar- like – because it was like, why, why would you know, um, the Niners give away Jimmy to the Patriots if the Patriots are only going to offer him um, a second? And then it was like, well, what if he went to Miami? Miami's got three picks in the first round. They've got the fifth, yeah. the eighteenth, and the twenty-sixth. They're going to be good guys in a couple of years. I mean, if they if they hold <laughs> on to those three draft picks, they're going to be good. So watch yeah. out for the Dolphins. All right, what? so let's let's think about the Miami Dolphins then. They would have Devontae Parker and Preston Williams as their wide receiver one and two. That is not terrible. Who's their what? What do they have for a run game? Like I, I just Patrick Layard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw him on my dynasty team. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to start you for two games. Uh, oh. I did the same thing. I picked him up, too, for you know, you know, job because all my run backs got hurt. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that uh, – I think – oh, man, I don't know. Because I – That's a tough one. I think people are higher on Jimmy Garoppolo than the three of us might be. Yeah. I, I don't think that – I don't think that he, people think that Garoppolo is not any good. I think that he ha- – people think of him as like a – a young up and coming could be really good sort of guy. So I, I think that Devonte Parker's ADP will probably still say hi, but I wouldn't draft him personally. Gee. Yeah. Wow. I Surprising. I mean, I think that sentence through, I would draft him. I first uh, two rounds, like second I, round, top second no, round, top turn no. of the second round. I'd take him at top of the third. I'm thinking at that point, before Devontae Parker with Jimmy Garoppolo, I would probably want at least one wide receiver, and depending on the situation, two running backs. Yeah. So I would take maybe in the third. Okay. And it depends on who else is there, to be honest with you. Like, you take, okay. You taking him over Sutton if Sutton's there? Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, gonna it's gonna happen. I'm taking Sutton over uh, over Parker. Well, same as as Parker. You don't really know who's gonna be the quarterback. Yeah, he's in out that, there. He's in. Uh, yeah, I don't, he, <laughs> but that's I, a tough one. I have more. Well, not of Jimmy. Do you here's so here's the thing. Do you feel more confident in Jimmy G's passing ability or Drew Locke or Joe Flacco? <laughs> <laughs> um, I trust Jimmy G. Jimmy G. I mean Jimmy G is gonna get you a lot of turnovers, but that doesn't necessarily translate to bad wide receiver points. So um in this case, Jimmy, yeah. And isn't that offensive line garbage? Yeah, but you know what? <clears throat> 
they'll probably spend a first round pick on one uh, for this year. And usually, first year old linemen are aren't that terrible. Uh, so, uh, you know what? I, Parker, I, I picture he's gonna oh, be there, guys. Think about it. He is. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. See, You're this not is wrong. we're crazy. We're talking <laughs> about a top seven guy, but don't remember we talked about before. The wide receiver class this past year was not good. <clears throat> so, talking about a top seven guy, but I still can't picture myself drafting him higher than, man, definitely not higher than. <laughs> and I could picture, I could picture him falling because. I when, could see him in the fourth or fifth, personally. Yeah. I, I think third thir- third round is is uh, he'll definitely be there. I don't think he'll be there after the third round. Because I'm thinking a couple running backs probably I would like before him. I definitely would. He's not my wide receiver one in any situation. And if there's <laughs> probably a, end up being mine. <laughs> if there's a top, if there's a top end tight end available, I'm taking him before I'm taking Devontae Parker. I agree with that. Yep. Yep. If Kittle, oh yeah, if Kittle or Kelsey are out there, you gotta grab yep. the, grab them yeah. over over Devontae. Yeah, but okay. I was just curious about that. That's a that's an interesting question, though. But yeah, that that's a thinker. That's one of those ones that you come up to and you're like, oh man, <laughs> it's gonna happen. This, it's gonna happen. happen. Now, having said that, you're gonna have 90 seconds to decide your fate. Yeah, <laughs> Devontae Parker. Having said that, catching him in the third or fourth round might not be absolutely terrible because he is at least today their wide receiver one. Yeah. It's just you right. don't know anything about that offense. Yeah, yeah. Who's their quarterback next year? That's exactly Magic again. Uh, I don't That's know. what we're saying. Yeah. Well, Russ said if it's Jimmy G. If it's Jimmy G, I'm I'm kind of okay with it. If it's Magic, I'm passing. I don't want him. I would rather take a shot on somebody else like Diggs, who's probably around that same area. I bet you Diggs will be. I wouldn't be surprised if Diggs was taken before Devontae Parker. That's a hot take right there. Diggs will probably be taken before Devontae Parker. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> we will We will see. We'll, I'm going to call this out during our uh, podcast on draft day. Yeah. <laughs> the prediction podcast. I'm, in, I'm into that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's use that as a segue. We don't really know what we would do with Devontae Parker under any situations. <laughs> But let's uh, recap our top 10 and go into our wide receivers 11 through 20. So number one, far and away, was Michael Thomas. Number two was Chris Godwin. Three, Julio Jones. Four, Cooper Cup. Five was DeAndre Hopkins. Six was Kenny Galladay. Devontae Parker comes in at seven. Keenan Allen at eight. Nine is Amari Cooper. Ten, Julian Edelman. So our number one wide receiver Coming straight out of Chicago, 26 years old, Allen Robinson, who finished with 154 targets, 98 receptions, 1,147 yards, seven touchdowns, and a 64% catch rate. He is got a terrible quarterback thrown to him, and he did okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of this guy. Right? I mean – He's a target monster. He had 154 targets. That's a lot. That's That's a lot. That's a lot. He was awesome from, or really good weeks, 12 through 15. Um, 
I don't know what they're doing. You keep hearing that Chicago might be looking for another quarterback. I think I heard that. I heard somewhere today that Jameis Winston was being talked about. I have no idea if that's true or not, but it at least gets out there that they're talking about quarterback stuff. I would like to see Allen Robinson with a better quarterback than he has. <laughs> yeah, Trubisky stinks. That beer's often stinks. I don't want yeah. any beer in my roster anymore. I made the mistake of spending a, a too early draft pick on David Montgomery, and boy, was I disappointed. The first game, I was like, I, I looked at how <laughs> bad the Bears are with Trubisky. I'm like, this team stinks. <laughs> from that moment yep. on, I'm like, I'll never draft a Bear again. Now, he is their go-to guy. Um, so he's yeah. another one. So where would you – Where where is he? Is he, a, is he going to be – Top 10, top 15 again? I'm not drafting him. <laughs> You're not drafting him any situation. I've, I've gotten burned by him so bad. <laughs> you have. <laughs> you know, he, he's always that guy that you, you look at, you go, all right, man, listen, I'm going to start you. <laughs> You're going to do something, right? And then he gets you three points. And then the very next week when you start him, he gets another 18. And you're like, motherfucker, <laughs> I just can't win. But, yeah, the same thing, Bears offense. Uh yeah I'm out I'm all set with that plus mm, Mitch Trubisky yeah. give me a good quarterback I'll probably think about it more because that's yeah. probably what's gonna happen because <laughs> I'll look at him and go motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> but right now I'm like nah I think I'll pass on him I'd rather take a stab on <laughs> almost anybody than him again because he's wow. me that bad wow I could see him going in the fourth and I wouldn't hate on it yeah I would, I'm not doing it personally. You know, I think good value for me with this guy would be getting him in like the ninth. Um, but I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, that's yeah. a great value. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not it's drafting good, him any yeah. earlier than that, personally. I would, but I'd be happy with him in uh, as like a flex wide receiver, to be honest with you. So yeah, I don't know where that brings him for me. Probably in the sixth or seventh. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, in all honesty, I mean, he finished eleven. So if you're catching him in the sixth or seventh. Round, he's pro- he's value there definitely. Um, all right, in the 12th spot, we got Mike Evans, 26 years old, out of Tampa Bay, had 118 targets, 67 receptions, 1,157 yards, eight touchdowns, and a 57% catch rate. Um, he finished in 12th. He missed the last three games of the year. He had some extreme highs and lows. He had multiple weeks where he was number one um, for the week. And he was, for the beginning half of the season, he was pretty much wide receiver one or two for most of it. Yeah. Pass happy offense. Bruce Arian throw, has, you know, straight from wherever he's been, they throw the ball a lot. Yeah, I was actually surprised that Allen Robinson beat him uh, in ranking this year. Uh, yeah. Well, he missed three games. Yeah, true, true. You know, I been a monster. Can both he and Godwin be really good again this upcoming year? Depends who their quarterback are is. Yep. Me. You know, that's I mean, they they're basically moving on from Winston, right? Um, you know, yeah, yeah, this is unlikely, right? The more I think about it, the more I'm like, why? Why even bother? Who's out there that you're gonna get that's better than Winston? Because I read you today are... that it was Teddy Bridgewater. 
that they were highly interested in. Yeah, well, I, I'd be into that. I mean, they don't yeah. have a, they don't have a run game, so they yeah. need a quarterback that can throw the ball a lot and well. And Teddy Bridgewater just got his eyes fixed, and he just got his shoulder fixed, and he just got. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know playbook but he's getting a lot of things fixed yeah yeah I, I would i would like to see bridgewater or or rivers i know rivers is kind of the the opposite of winston i mean meaning black and white but uh similar type player guy but um i, I would know. love I, I like that offense better with those two at the helm rather than winston so i would take a shot at either one of uh evans or godwin yeah i I take both of them. So with a full season, so Godwin finished um, top five, top two, yeah, top two. With both of them healthy all year long, who would you take first, Evans or Godwin? I'm an Evans guy. That's uh, Godwin got me to the ship, so I, yeah, I, I'm in love with that player. I, it'd be Godwin for me. I think Godwin will have more volume. Um, because he's kind of in the slot, right? Like he's yeah. a volume guy. Yeah. Whereas Evans is probably you know, home run hitter. He had eight touchdowns. He's a threat to score a ton of touchdowns. I'm in with Mike Evans. All day. Both Give it to me. I'm, I'm in with both. Yeah, both I mean you both. can't like I wouldn't I wouldn't if if Godwin was already taken and then Evans fell to me uh as my wide receiver one, I would not be uh disappointed yeah, with that. I've already said. Yep, I forget uh, who had him last year, but I was I was trying to get him like I most have. of the year. Oh, you did, right? Steve all yeah. had him. Oh yeah, we just couldn't work out a trade. I remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's nobody I can offer you to give me Mike no. Evans. You know, sto- well, story of my life. My team was actually pretty stacked last year, but then, like, I had Evans, I had Galladay, I had I had running backs coming out my ass, but. <laughs> Then again, I get hit by I get hit by uh, injury. Mac was the first one to go out for you. Mac went out, and then I Evans had went out. Evans went out, and I had to trade Galladay for a running back because all yeah. of a sudden running backs are hurt. So I needed I got Philip Lindsay, and then he didn't do anything for the rest of the season. For me. <laughs> like finally made the playoffs, but it was like, come on. <laughs> I'm big on Mike Evans. Actually, I really I thought that up until he got injured, he was he was scoring points and I'm I would be thrilled with him as a wide receiver too and I would depending on how the draft goes, I'd be pretty okay with him as a wide receiver one. I'd actually slide Mike Evans in my top 5 for next year to look at now that I'm thinking about Ooh, it. I like that. Yeah, I think I That's like him better than Godwin. Okay. Him, Michael Thomas, Julio, DeAndre. What is that? Four or five? Whatever. Wow. Yeah, r- right around there. I love that take. He was an absolute yeah. stud, what, two years ago? And then Godwin came in. Mike Evans still did just enough um, to be relevant that you were starting him basically every week. Yep. That's uh, I'll take that all day. He had 43 he- points one game. <laughs> yeah. He was top five for almost the entire season. Oh, yeah. And uh, they play the Giants, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah sign right. me up. Yeah. Take that. I mean, he was a touchdown monster and target. He got targeted a bunch. Um, yes. He got and targeted the- 18 times in the red zone. 
that's that offense. They throw the ball a ton. and Especially and in the red zone. I kind of want Jameis Winston to stay just because I want to – I just want a pass-happy offense out yeah. there. With nothing less than pass-happy. Yeah, I feel like they're really – like they were really were clicking it last year. And I feel mm-hmm. like another year with those guys together would be even better, you know, especially with Jameis Winston getting LASIK. <laughs> so you actually yeah. see the guys, you know, but on a serious note, like another year together in that offense, um, I would have liked to see that. I agree. Uh, number 13, we have Jarvis Landry. He's 27, coming out of Cleveland. He had 138 targets. He had 83 receptions, 1,174 yards, six touchdowns. We are now into the point of the rankings that just – I. You know, you tell me how good these guys are. <laughs> I have no idea. So <sighs> he's well, always under. You. He had hip surgery just a couple weeks ago, I believe. But from weeks 19 on for the rest of the year, he was wide receiver three at a bad first half. Uh, yeah. I had him last year in Dynasty. I'm like, I'm thinking. Oh, OBJ is gonna get doubled. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna throw it to Landry all day long. And for the first half of this year, I was just mad at myself. Why would I draft a Brown? Why? <laughs> and then well, you know what I do? Supposed to be you, really good, yeah. right? Yeah. You're supposed to be really good, right? You had what that one game, and you're like, oh, ah, they know they know what's gonna happen. Then I said, you know what? F this guy. I'm trading his ass. Soon as I do. Boom, 14, 20, 12, 33. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Finally figures out how to catch a ball. Get a real bad second half of the year. Yeah. And then right. he finished strong. He was targeted more times than Evans, believe it or not, in the red zone. He was That's he was targeted insane. 21 times compared to Evans' 18. Well, Really? What a, yeah. What about the question? Didn't have if, as many touchdowns. But yeah, so, Evans had more yeah. touchdowns. What about the question? If you're looking at him next year, are you drafting this guy? Depending on the price. So let me uh. put it this way. So Jarvis <laughs> Landry, 13. Mike Evans was 12. And in my mind, Mike Evans is light years yeah, more same. valuable yeah. than Jarvis Landry. Same. I hear you. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I didn't see anything from that. I, feel, I felt like I didn't hear about this guy all, all year. And you're right, yep. Danny. I thought this was going to be, you know, a. a and just like a, a high powered offense and yeah. and everybody doubling o- OBJ and, and Landry getting all the targets. I had the same sentiment, but it just well, Baker Mayfield was hot garbage. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was absolutely terrible. So here's the real question. Do you take Jarvis Landry over OBJ? No. OBJ You gotta take, yeah. take OBJ just for the, the high ceiling that he has. You know, any day yeah. he can throw 33 down. Granted, everybody else can do that, but he, he's like a human highlight reel, you know? Every time, yeah. every catch is like, oh, man, I can't believe you caught that. And yeah. you're so proud that he ha- that you have him. And then the next week he's got 2.3 on you. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited about it. I mean, he was him. really good as <laughs> rookie, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. You know what's funny know. is I think I would also target OBJ higher than Jarvis Landry, but – I wouldn't be happy about it. <laughs> you know, I would like OBJ is one of those guys that when you draft, you're you're kind of expecting that he's going to be your wide receiver one. Yeah, yeah. And Jarvis Landry can be, you know, I don't know if he can be actually, but like 
I, I just feel like he, I don't even know what to say. Like I, I OBJ, OBJ, you were drafting top three wide receiver like yeah. what two or three years ago? Yeah. yeah. Now all of a sudden he's like yeah. plummeted down to. It's I don't just, think we're gonna be yeah. talking to him till April. <laughs> you know just, that <laughs> offense was like supposed to be so unbelievably good with Nick Chubb and OJ and Jarvis Landry and Baker Mayfield was supposed to break out now that he's got this new coaching staff that he wanted and all this other stuff. And they were bad. They were just really, really bad. So I don't even, I don't have any clue what to expect of them coming this year, because if all the pieces stay the same, if OBJ doesn't get traded, you're still looking at that team going, man, they should be, awesome (laughs) yeah they were really bad i honestly and this is i feel like obj could be back next year you know of old because of the coaching change that's the difference um Uh, maybe (laughs) you know that i know i i that's why i would take a chance on this guy I, i would give him another chance if he goes to another team i've definitely drafted him higher than where yeah. I would draft him as a Brown. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree with you. But I do like OBJ this year. I've got a feeling about him because I think I think everybody's going to realize like who is going to pick him up first because he's going to be he's, yeah he's going to be there the first round. He's going to be there the second <laughs> round. He's going to be there the third <laughs> round. Everybody's going to be starting to like, ooh, do I take him as like my wide receiver three? Uh, or, you know, uh, he is yeah. one of those guys that. that yeah, once you're in the second round and OBJ is still there, you're kind of like, oh. <laughs> Wait, the second round? You're looking at him in the second round? If well, you're that's in the, the dilemma. That's, that's where – if you're, oh, if I you're don't know. I'm in like seven or eight in the second round and OBJ's there, you're not at least thinking about him? I'm thinking of him in like fourth. Well, that that's what I'm saying. That would be great value, but – He's gonna be there on the second round, so it's like you just uh, pass on him. You just pass on him, you know. I uh, know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait you, to see. You do a whole segment on people that I would draft before OBJ. <laughs> I should actually, as the words are coming out of my mouth, I should set a reminder on my phone that just says "Do not draft OBJ." Draft him if he's in the second, third, fourth round. I'm sweating now. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. All right, wide receiver 14, Tyler Lockett, 27, Seattle Seahawks, 110 targets, 82 receptions, 1,057 yards, Ooh. eight touchdowns. He had a 75% catch rate. That's pretty impressive. He didn't have a you know, you kind of want to see a little bit more catches, a little bit more targets, but he had eight touchdowns and he and he caught a, almost everything that was thrown his way. I'm yeah, passing on this guy. I'm passing. I oh, this guy. He, but like, look at the first half of the of the season. He did incredible. Yeah, 12, 12, 28, 7, 12, you know, then up, yeah. up, up, up from there to thirty five. He I was mean, good. He was an awesome. Yeah, but it was like. I thought he was supposed to be better, like finish better. But when you look at the actual numbers, it's like, wow, that's perfect. I'm out just because he burned me in that yeah. Super Bowl. Season. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, but so, all right, then if, if you're out, where do you take him in relation to Metcalf? I'm drafting Metcalf higher. Yeah. That guy is just a freak. 
He is a freak. Lockett's like the safe dump pass. He's DK Metcalf is something else. Just a humongous wide receiver. And I think I he's think, gonna explode this year. I think Lockett <laughs> <laughs> is appropriately like number fourteen. He's gonna be 13, 14, 15, yep. 16. He's going to be in that range. Yep. He's not sexy. He's not going to win you a championship, but he's going to be a one Austin championship. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about the Russell actually, Wilson yeah, play. Actually, he did win something. He did win a championship. Come <laughs> yeah, uh, on, man. He's not I'm right here. To the championship. <laughs> so what sucks about that, now that now I have to touch upon it, is that the whole day I'm winning, and then I slowly am losing and losing and losing on that championship Sunday. <laughs> and the Tyler Lockett pass against the Chiefs, with when there was n- supposed to be just a runoff of the clock. Yeah. The championship <laughs> on that, that stupid sideline catch. Yep. And I oh, won't draft him because of it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's a ton of people out there that feel the same way about a certain person that burned them so bad. Yeah, and- <laughs> that should be one. So – if anyone actually listens and and can think about this, I would love to hear your heartbreak story or a heartbreak that happened in your league where it's, something that happened that absolutely shouldn't yes. have happened destroyed yeah. you or yes, someone. Yes, we want to hear stories. Yeah, you know. Yeah, my we, favorite. Anyway, that's that's my, that's my guy. I just want to. My favorite this year was we had a guy who was like fourth or fifth mid-season and he had to lose <laughs> he had to lose the last six or seven games of the season in order to miss the playoff <laughs> he lost every game to end the season and miss the playoffs <laughs> <laughs> and that is just one of my i will remember that for fantasy football that is that is good <laughs> is that papa bear yeah oh my god <laughs> I mean, that doesn't happen every day. That wow, was he, he just retire. He, he just made happens. he just made terrible after terrible it was, after terrible trades. I remember side texting him and being like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> like away from the group text. Like you got to send him a private text. Like, come on, yeah, man. what are you, are you doing? Are you, are you trying? <laughs> Yeah. He's like, well, and the funny thing is, is he has a way of rationalizing it too. Like he will come with you. Oh, like, well, I thought this would happen and that would happen. Rah, 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 rah. And he, he thinks like, he's, yeah, he yeah. thinks that was good decisions. Every one of them. <laughs> like, you thought it out, but you are so wrong. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. being like, you just made your team worse versus a player that you're trying to beat out for the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Did he trade? Who what was that trade that he did with with you, Russ? Uh, I gave him Hopkins so, for Shark yeah. and um, Evan Ingram. Well, oh, at there the was, time, no, there was a worse one. He traded. One, well, that, oh that, yes, that's right. So, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So like when he got Hopkins, his team was unknowingly stacked, and I yeah. didn't realize it. Like at the time when I traded him, I'm like, I didn't realize how good of a team he was he would have been you know on paper and it was he just stacked and then he goes away and, and trades deandre for uh who was it 
<laughs> some no, I don't even know. It was just so horrible. You, I, I, I know exactly who you traded. Where guys, if your league is like ours, he made that trade, and we're all in a group chat, and it lit up like so, completely lit the, up with just roasting him on this trade. This is the trade, though. He traded DeAndre Hopkins for an injured Brandon Cooks, yes. who's still in the concussion <laughs> protocol, and David Johnson. Who was uh, replaced? A, yeah, yeah, who was basically replaced that week or the week prior with uh, you know yeah. the running back down there, Kenya Drake. But it's like, wait, what? what why would you? Try? <laughs> it was just amazing. Anyways, oh yeah. yeah so I'd like to hear your stories if you guys have those stories because that's that's a fun thing. But wide receiver fifteen, we have AJ Brown, who's twenty two years old out of Tennessee. 84 targets, 52 receptions, still broke 1,000 yards, 1,051 yards, eight touchdowns, 62% catch rate. Um, he had a really horrible first part of the season in a really good weeks 12 through 17. The question is, is Tannehill going to stay the quarterback in Tennessee? And if he is, can Tannehill just, you know, sustain him being 15 or better i mean he's young and he scored a lot of touchdowns yeah what does it look AJ brown he's a stud uh, he's no. on my stud list i'm gonna come up with yeah. a segment like studs and duds <laughs> 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 and this guy would be on my stud list are you kidding me this guy was a rookie a yeah. rookie and he blew up he had three 100 yard games in the month of december for a rookie that's crazy this guy was super he, he had the speed. He's not super fast, but he has speed, he, and he's got size and power. This guy's a dual threat. He's He could be a, a big slot guy where nobody can touch him or that wide receiver that sits outside and does, you know, 15-yard posts and then cuts it up for 60 yards. So you're thinking that a full season with Tannehill or a serviceable quarterback will be more yeah. like the end, how he finished last year. Yeah, yeah. I could see this guy being Michael Thomas-esque. Get out of here. Michael yeah. Thomas. Did, wait, uh, did you say Michael <clears throat> Thomas-esque? Yeah, ask. You know, yeah. part of the beauty of Michael Thomas is Drew Brees. Yeah, but he, Thomas was a, was a freak when he came out in the NFL. Like, he could uh... just – he was so tall and his jump vertical was so high that he was his first year. He was a touchdown monster. Breeze just threw it in the red zone for him, and I'm like, "Who is this guy? I need him on my team." And I was like, "Oh, he's from Ohio State. He's awesome." Automatically, I feel the same <laughs> way with AJ. He's not going to get that that status where he's catching, you know, 154 balls or 300 balls, whatever the number was, and you know, and 1500 yards. But uh, this guy's up so- and coming. I actually wrote this in my, in my notes for AJ <laughs> Brown because uh, of uh, it, like this was not scripted. So Russ just showing tons of love to AJ Brown makes this question awesome to have right now. I think that he could be an overdraft candidate. Well, I think I think that there's a lot of people like Russ who love him and will draft him high. And I'm not. I need to see more out of Tennessee, like more balance, more like real ability to sustain a full season and win games for me to go like top 10 wide receiver. I, what, what are you thinking he is for next season, Russ? 
drafting wise? Um, I mean, he's still wide receiver too for me. Um, okay. So, you know, top of the third round, I'm taking him. Top of the third round, above OBJ. Yes. Yes. Okay. What if Derrick Henry goes to a different team? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, so Derrick Henry get, So Derrick Henry signs somewhere else and they bring in like whatever, Frank Gore. Frank Are you drafting AJ Brown without Derrick Henry? That's a good point. That's let's good let's say Tannehill point. stays for all, you know, for whatever. Tannehill stays, Derrick you Henry know what? leaves. That is a good point because Derrick Henry is the focal point. Like he is yeah, that offense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that sets it up. Yeah. And if Derrick Henry leaves, I'm out on AJ Brown. Yeah. I think and that's not, I wouldn't point. be out entirely. Derrick Henry is asking for big money. So that's not out of the question. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, no, I'm out. <laughs> I see, I see being very frustrated being drafting, drafting him without Derrick Henry. So he's like the focal point of that whole offense, and they're just going to triple coverage him all game long. You're out completely. He's well, not. They, a- still, it, they still got the tight it, end there they got to worry about, who's awesome, Jonah Smith. He had an incredible year. They still got to worry about, um, uh, what is it, Cody? Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Yeah. Um, I, th- I still think there's enough pieces there, though. So I'm looking at him as a wide receiver three just because I don't have yeah. faith that that offense is going to sustain him scoring a ton of points. I could be wrong. He's also young. Wide receivers that are that young are really inconsistent. Yeah. But uh, Wide receiver two, three, I'm in there with you. Yeah. Somewhere if Derek around. Henry leaves, I'm out. If Derek Henry stays, yeah, two or three. Yeah. Um, all right, wide receiver 16, DJ Chark. He's 23 from Jacksonville at 118 <laughs> targets, 73 receptions, 1,008 yards, eight touchdowns again, 62% catch rate. He had a good year. He was really good week one through 11, and then he supposedly battled an ankle injury the latter part of the season, which slowed him down uh, fantasy-wise quite a bit. But he started off really good, and he is the wide receiver to have in Jacksonville. Definitely. And it all depends on where, um, what happens to Nick Foles this offseason. Are they signing? I mean, are they keeping him? Is it Gardner they want Minshew to, Mania again? I think they're into Minshew. Yeah. And I, Foles right. is on the block. I don't know. And they've already, they've already signed him to a big contract. So they got to trade that contract, which kind of makes it a little bit more difficult. But, so if um, you're a DJ Shark owner, you're, you're hoping that they trade Nick Foles because uh, Gardner yeah. Minshew had a, uh, a better report with him. You know, better stats with them. Then Nick Foles came in. It's like, uh, what did happen to DJ Shark? Where'd he go? Well, yeah, back into the water. Right. That was well, my DJ, problem. DJ started the season. He had a good whole first part of the season. Yeah, 24, so, 15, 6, yeah. 34. And then I forget what week uh, Nick Foles came back. What, like weeks towards the end, right? I think it was week you know, 12 or it. so. Yeah. And then. Let's say from week 12, now that we're looking at it, 8, 3, I mean, 8, 5, 12, 0, 2. Mm. Those are his numbers with the uh, foals. It's like, uh, yeah. I'm all set. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love this guy. I'm and... trade. Uh, I'm I'm in on DJ Shark if uh, Foles is gone. Yeah. <laughs> also, they got a new offensive coordinator, so that team is is very focused on the run game. But they it should be they should be passing a little bit more this season, which would be great if you're a Shark owner. He's young, and you got him on a on an offense that he's the focal point and should see more volume. I think that's good to have in in redraft or if you're starting up dynasty leagues, I would be taking him as a late two or three. Um, I'd be happy with him as a two, uh, but definitely as a flex spot also. So keep him on your radar. I think he's good. Russ, you had him at one point, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I traded for him. I, I fell in love with this player. I, I thought um, he was the right guy, right fit for my team. Um but I agree. I think I'm taking him. I want him again, though. I want him on my team. I want Parker. I want Sutton. I, I think I think all three of those guys are going to have tremendous years. And I want mm. all three. And I, my dilemma is going to be, you know, that. Like, which guy am I taking out of, those, where? Th- out of those three? Because, you know, they, they're probably they're going to be on the board at the same time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they're going to be quick. They're going to be there around four or so, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, Oh, this is great value here. And you're like, which one do I take? I want both of them, but they won't be around, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, all right. Well, number 17, Robert Woods, he's 27 from the LA Rams. He had 139 targets, 90 receptions, 1,134 yards, two touchdowns, 65% catch rate. He, I don't know what to say about this guy. I feel like I generally every year overdraft Robert Woods. I feel like he's always on my team and it's always because I drafted him too high. Yeah. <sighs> he's he's consistent generally, but he had a good second half of the year this year. This team is just hard to read. You know, they, they've gone from such highs a couple of years ago and just kind of steadily have come down a little bit. He's generally the first target on the team, but Cooper Cup has been taking that from him. And Cooper Cup definitely was this past year in the beginning of the year. Cooper Cup also just had a much better year overall. I hate Brandon. I mean, um, Robert Woods. If you had him, you were so frustrated having him because there's so many mouths to to feed out there because you have Gurley if they're going to run it right, obviously. But then in the wide receiver core, you got – Cooper Cup, obviously, is starting him. Brandon Cooks, who did some things last year. Every now and then, Josh Reynolds gets thrown in there. And then I think there was a couple other guys that were like, you're like, who? Who is this guy? Yeah. I'm like, what happened, what happened to Robert the Woods? How come he's not catching it? <laughs> now, all of a sudden, you got this guy to worry about? But, I know. yeah. One of two wide receivers I'm in when it's one when it's one wide receiver with five other wide receivers catching it I'm I'm out yeah I don't need that in my life the biggest (laughs) downfall he's not the red zone target he only had two touchdowns yeah exactly you know yeah Yeah. he had essentially identical targets and receptions as Cooper Cup Cooper Cup had ten touchdowns Robert had two. Well, Cooper was uh, they were a better team when they threw when they made Cooper Cup the their number one target. The moment they switched to Woods, uh, for some reason mid season, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, that's when they their losing started. 
Um, Woods, you know, Woods had a great second half of the year, a very consistently high second um, half of the year. But uh, I just, I, I can't. I'm a Cooper Cup guy. Cooper Cup. Yeah, and and <laughs> Cooper Cup is the one who's getting the, whoa, whoa. the touchdown targets. So I think that yeah. Robert Woods is probably he's another one of those guys that is appropriately ranked here at 17. He could he's probably a you know 13 to 20 wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a flex play for me. Definitely yeah. flex. And he's just one. You're right, Danny. Though he's just one of those guys that it's like. You you have him on your team and you want to start him because you expect big things from him, but he just never feels like he's caught a groove. Yeah, you can't yeah. start him consistently. You you have to play it based on defense and who's playing. And if Brandon Cooks is injured, you're plopping him in there. But if, now yep. Brandon Cooks is back, and you're like, well, what am I yeah. gonna do with Robert the Woods? I don't know. <laughs> you know. Are they going to throw it to the tight ends all game? This you know this game? Or are they going to use Gurley more? Are they right, gonna... exactly. Yeah. I, I, I get you. Mm-hmm. Number 18, DJ Moore. He is 22 from Carolina. He had 135 targets, 87 receptions, 1,175 yards, four touchdowns, 64% catch rate. Um, he had a concussion towards the end of the season, did not play the final two games. In my opinion, he didn't score enough touchdowns. He scored four. I want his minimum to be six-ish, but that's for any wide receiver that I'm considering as like – wide receiver two or better and dj moore is that i like dj moore a lot and i think he until he got hurt he had a pretty good year yeah i love I'm this in on guy. dj Moore. yeah yeah i love He's, this guy him Go and ahead, curtis samuel the one-two punch there yeah i'll, I'll take some of that but robert yeah. woods being one of five nope I'm all yeah <laughs> yeah i think dj moore was consistently awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like he did it kind of low-key i felt like um yeah he I was mean, consistently really good he, now he had like eight games over 15 points in a row in a row yeah yeah and that's exactly what you want from a wide receiver yeah. either or flex i flex him all day all day i'm taking him number yeah. two though i think oh i'd be thrilled with him as a wide receiver too yeah yeah exactly yeah especially at the right price if people are if you know yeah. he finished you finish wide receiver 18. If people are going to sleep on him, you can definitely get him at wide receiver two. And that opens up just where you can draft other guys, which is awesome. Yeah. He was a rookie with nearly 1200 yards. That's incredible. Yeah. He had an unbelievable year and he, he had, he didn't play the last two. Well, he started the second to last game, but got a concussion, didn't do anything. So he didn't play the last two weeks they put up good numbers. He is on my. He's what? What is, what is the, the thing you're doing, Rust? He's on my boom. <laughs> the the my studs boom and duds. Duds, duds and duds. duds. He's a stud for me. Uh, he's on my radar for sure for this year coming up. Yeah, one hundred percent. I uh, he was targeted thirteen times in the red zone, so they're using him there. You got Greg Olson gone, uh, mm-hmm. so there's a little bit more targets and a little bit more opportunity for touchdowns. As you alluded to, Steve, you get his touchdown numbers up. This guy's this guy's even more would of a you, threat. Would you draft him over OBJ? Yes. Yes. Me too. Yes. yes. Yeah. Would yes. you draft him over I don't know, let's say Amari Cooper? Yes. Uh I think I'm a probably. yes on that. Yes on that also. Yeah. That I'm would okay be DJ so, Moore. 
what? That would be one that I would have to actually pause for because <laughs> I'm not a hater of Amari Cooper. I I think that he he was top ten, and I think that he could be even higher. I just you only have my... 90 seconds to pause, and then yeah, well, it, it cues you to the next player available. And, and why it's hard right now to answer that question is because there's question marks at quarterback in Carolina. Kyle Allen. <laughs> I thought they brought back Cam. See, there's question marks. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, how mad would you be but... if Cam Newton was your quarterback and he shows up to work like that? I'd be so upset. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. Well, dresses because he dresses like a fool. Oh, oh, just oh, I'm no fashion guru. I'm wear I'm a shorts guy all winter, but Cam Newton with some of the things that he was wearing. Yeah. I'd be, if I was his wide receiver, but guys, oh, man. Sad but guys, believe it or not, Amari Cooper had less receptions and like 10 more total yards for the season. The only difference, he had two more touchdowns. Which is, in this year, is light year. So, yeah. so figure out who the quarterback is, and I'm high on DJ Moore because I think that he's – I think he's one of the best young wide receivers in the league. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, 19, John Brown. He's 29 from Buffalo. He had 115 targets, 72 receptions, 1,060 yards, six touchdowns, 63% catch rate. He was their number one target. He had a pretty good year. Um, He was consistent, if not great, all year. He only had two games over 20 points and only five games less than 10. He was okay. He He was your flex. Yep. Yeah. That's exact. That's a great spot to have him in. Nice flex spot. Number uh, wide receiver number one over there in Buffalo. I'll take mm-hmm. it. Yep. Exactly. Exactly what you want to uh, have in your flex. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he was wide receiver nineteen, and he was really consistent. Yeah, I feel like he was drafted. I feel like people were drafting him, expecting him to be a you know finish as a wide receiver too. You know. Yeah. Um, I just every year that that seems to be like, oh, this is gonna be the year. He's you know new team. He's a speed demon. Um, and then yeah, he just he's just consistently average, I guess. You know, yeah, good yep. good flex play. Yeah. Uh, rounding out our last spot for wide receivers is Cortland Sutton. He's twenty four out of Denver. He had one hundred and twenty four targets, seventy two receptions. 1,112 yards, six touchdowns, 58% catch rate. So huge Sutton guy. (laughs) I'm a huge Sutton guy. Love that guy. I saw him out there with Tony, and I was looking at his numbers. You know, he is the only wide receiver I look, besides Randy Moss, that I actually looked up highlights on YouTube. I'm like, who is (laughs) this guy? Yeah. And I watch his highlights. This guy is a monster. <laughs> he just goes up and grabs things. And he's got great hands. Um, so the once I saw that and I, I was able to make a trade for him, um, that was that was a no-brainer for me all day. I was a little frustrated in, in the playoffs. You know, I kind of got him for his playoff schedule for thinking of head. And I was I was frustrated with him. I'm glad I didn't start him, but um, but other than that, I think he had a really solid year. Yeah. I mean, that offense just needs more consistency. We don't know who the quarterback is. 
Um, I don't know who the quarterback is. Even if I'm yeah. looking it up. <laughs> Joe, it's either Joe Flacco or Drew Locke. Yeah, I know, but just who? What's a Drew Locke? And he got all those numbers with Drew Locke. Well, I might be. Drew, in, I'm, I might be in with Cortland Sutton next uh, this season. Yeah, he had. Whereas I might have to look at you in the eye when you're about to drop. <laughs> Don't you me. do it! Don't you do it to me! Don't Just you put to do that it. hate on me, Ricky then Bobby. I'll, then I'll trade you him for Amari Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what's funny about the second half of this wide receiver ranking is you could interchange really anybody 11 through 20 yeah. next year. Yeah, like right. it is so wide open. There's so much inconsistency with staff changes and quarterbacks and everybody. Like, like you're super high on Cortland Sutton, and we have no idea who his quarterback is going to be. DJ Moore, I'm super high on DJ Moore, and I do not know who his yeah. quarterback is going to be. Yeah, and they've got a whole new coaching staff in Carolina. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, so I mean, there's just there's I mean, just so much going on. Yeah, I mean, Sutton finished the year with 20 red zone targets. Wow, I and mean, that guy is a red zone monster. I mean, wow. who else do they have? Nobody. Yeah, and he still gets it done. That's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in on Sutton. Where Russ, Russ convinced me. <laughs> no, I mean, stay away from them. <laughs> Where, though? Where, where is his value? Wide receiver two? Flex? Yeah, wide receiver uh, two for me all uh, day. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like last year, he was a great flex play and because he put up wide receiver two numbers. Yep. I, think, I think this year. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I guess you're – I can kind of see both cases because of his quarterback situation. Um, is it going to get better, you know, or is it going to stay the same? Or are they going to put in a, a new guy and he's going to relearn everything? I don't know. So I just feel it, like I was, I think I was frustrated with him last year because I think I had him on one of my, one of my teams and one week it was him. And then Deshaun Hamilton, you started hearing chirps about that, him coming up. And then um, there was one other guy that made some noise towards the end of the year. And you're like, who's this guy? Oh, it was like, no, tight end. It was their tight end because yeah, they, yeah, they, exactly. Denver made a quarterback change, and that new quarterback went to like uh, went to college with the tight end Noah Fant. So yeah, they have their reconnection. Oh, Noah yeah. Fant, that's right. So it. Noah Fant's a rookie, and he did okay for a rookie tight end. Okay, and then opposite Portland Sutton supposed to be Deshaun Hamilton, and he they were supposed to be one and two, similarly good at one and two, but. Deshaun did not live up to mm-hmm. expectation at all, and Cortland Sutton really did. So it will be interesting to see how they go. I think Cortland Sutton probably has locked in the number one wide receiver position for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's so many question marks with the right wide receiver position. When we did the running backs, it was it was almost easy because you kind of knew exactly how each yeah. was used, you know, you just know a lot more with the wide receivers this year. It's really wide open. You got your top 10 and even half of the top 10 is like, are they really a top 10 wide receiver? Yeah, right. That's not even on this list. Like Tyree kill. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Devontae so, Adams. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> right. You know, where are all these people going to gonna fish out? So I, for me, I'll say it right now, going into this year's draft, looking at the rosters and everything, wide receiver is the most question-marked position group. It's going to be a risky group this year. It is a yeah. risky, risky group. Yeah, for sure. But that is our show. That is the wide receiver rankings. We will get into quarterbacks, and we'll probably touch on tight ends a little bit um, with that because I don't think we need to do a full tight end ranking. Yeah. Um, I think I can name them all. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. We are the Fantasy Guys. Check us out on Twitter at, at @fan. Uh, number two C guys <laughs> struggle. We got to fix please, that. <laughs> please contact us. Tell us, tell us your crazy league stories and uh, give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. All right, guys. Great show. Good night, America. Good night. Fantasy Guys with Steve Gustafson, Russ McCormick, and Dan Felix.